Hey everyone, welcome back to Football with the Boys podcast. This is episode 85. And today I have Sean. Hey, what's up guys? I have Brett Bones. Hey. And this episode is going to be the matchup show for week one. And starting with the first matchup, we got Dum Dum against Kevin. Kevin is projected to beat Dum Dum with projected points of with 144.52 to Dum Dum's 131.43. I don't think anybody's surprised that Dum Dum is not favored. Um, this also if, is this he also doesn't have CD Lamb in yet, so oh he has not made adjustment. Yeah, okay, I see. He might end up playing Jalen Waddle as well. Um, but even still, it's uh, I think it's. He, I, I don't see him being favored in any week this year. No. Uh, pending any sort of injury, of course. Um, any players that you guys like this week, or obviously I like Nick Chubb against the Kansas City Chiefs. For whatever reason, I see that Josh Jacobs has a green against the Ravens. Against the Ravens, I guess that's in uh, Las Vegas, but still, I would I assume. Maybe they didn't have a good run defense last year. Maybe that's what it is. But the Raiders don't have a good offensive line, so I don't, you, I don't, I don't see how that's a favorable matchup. Yeah, you would think they're going to be down um, because they don't have a very good defense either. Yeah. Um, so you got to think that there's going to be a lot of passing plays. Go Waller. Um, so... Uh, but uh, he doesn't. It's not like he can bench him. He doesn't have that luxury. No. To where he can bench the man. It's kind of stuck so. with him. Well, unless he puts Fournette in RB. Yeah, if spot. he plays, if he plays with his flex a little bit, I guess he could get him out of there. But uh, where he was drafted, what was kind of have to play him. Second round. Yeah. You gotta. You have Definitely. to play him. Yeah. Almost have to. All right. Well, now let's look at let's look at Kevin's matchups here. Like Henderson against the Bears. I have to imagine DJ Moore is going to have a decent matchup against the Jets. I know that he's not favorable according to the sleeper app. Yeah. But he with Dar- even with Darnold there, I think he's going to have a good year. I think Robbie's going to have a good year. I, 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 I'd assume he's going to have a, a good first week. He's going to open up strong. Yeah. I would say I think Kevin wins. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Do you think um, Elliot's going to be shut down by the Tampa Bay? Yeah, defense? I think Elliot probably has a tough matchup this week against the Bucks. Yeah, I would assume so too. Especially uh, we don't have word on Dak playing or not. It's not confirmed, and uh, Zach Martin's also uh, and right. So out Martin, COVID. Martin was out. So I mean, I don't, I don't see him having a, a huge game. Definitely not the Zeke that we know from a couple years ago. No. Yeah, he'll probably be struggling week one. But, yeah, overall, I think Kevin wins. I'd agree. All right. Let's move on to Sean versus Brett. How you feeling, Brett? Pretty good. You should. You have a pretty solid team. You have a... I mean, all your matchups are very, very good this week. 
um, at least according to the app. I feel like putting uh, Smith in it would be. It's going to be uh, good against uh, Hertz against Sean because it might even that out. Yeah, especially if he's going to be targeted a lot, like he's expected to be. Um, obviously, you've got. I mean, you you can't look at his team and see anybody that you really don't. On Brett's don't team, like on Brett's team. Yes. Um, no, not exactly. No. I think I, I think Fant will still be decent against the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bridgewater, I think, is going to f- pass that ball evenly. He's going to distribute it evenly and get to everybody. I think he's going to have plenty of targets. Now, when it comes to Sean's team, <clears throat> um, it's tough. I like. I feel like I don't know. It's tough because I guess Sean's going to go with the upside with Hurts with his rushing ability. I would start Hurts over Ryan as well. Um, um, because he he is in a position where he kind of needs to chase some points, mm-hmm. I would think. Um, you're on because he's unsure what he's going to get from Galladay. I was just going to say that too. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, and we discussed that in a couple podcasts yeah. now. Uh, and with Sutton, I know he struggled to begin camp, but he actually turned it on. He started to look pretty good. It's still a question mark. But you're not playing NFL games. Who knows what he's going to look like when it's live? And then Anderson, I think, same thing applies to Anderson as it did for Moore for me. I think, I think yeah, they're going to be able to do whatever they want to do. I kind of disagree with Sleeper with having uh, the Giants be a red, or sorry, the Jets being a red matchup there. But I believe isn't that based on previous, previous last year? Years. Probably, yeah. So who knows what it's yeah. going to be this year? In the early weeks, you can't really dictate things no. like that. The thing I don't like about uh, Sean's week one is Eckler against the football team, David Montgomery against the Rams, the, the questions we just talked about with Galladay, and the uncertainty with Sutton, too. I feel like that's a bad storm for... Kittle should have a great week. Oh, though. yeah. Kittle's a slam dunk. And if you look at his bench, I'm curious if he's going to make any moves, if, he, if there's anything he's considering. I was kind of like, surprised the scenes kept Murray. Like taking Gaskin out and maybe playing Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, number one receiver. Yeah. Maybe playing Hardman if he's if he wants to chase points. I guess he can see how. So the the nice thing is he's got a late game for Gaskin. Yeah. And he's got a late game for Hardman as well, so maybe he can play with that. I would probably go with Cooks over Gaskin. Um. It's yeah, I I probably would too. But it's you know you're not nothing's guaranteed with that yeah. with with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. But the Patriots have a pretty decent defense. They yeah they should. Um, but I think Brett yeah I think Brett takes Brett this wins. One. Brett Brett takes it for sure. Any thoughts on your matchup? Any other thoughts on your matchup, Brett? Um, no, I just I I feel like he's probably gonna make some changes to his lineup before before the. The week starts. I'm curious if he is gonna make any moves. I feel like he's to change his roster. Like Cooks. I feel like Cooks is probably gonna. Be if he's gonna, if, like, if he could, if he doubles up on some of these players, maybe he could flip it for somebody a little bit. I think more, for, more consistent. I think for him to go further into the season and go to the playoffs and obviously go for the chip, I think he's definitely gonna have to make some moves. Um, 
he's got like so Logan Thomas is a very tradable piece. Brandon Cooks, if he it, like we discussed off air, if you can strike while it's hot on certain players, Cooks always has runs every year. Mm-hmm. If you can strike, and he can flip him for something, that could change his whole team. And but I think the biggest question other fantasy managers are gonna have is is not necessarily Cooks, but it's the quarterback. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I think that would be the biggest thing that holds most people back from trying to tr- uh, trade for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he won't get top dollar for him. All right, moving on to the next matchup. We have Lloyd versus Corson, Tyler Corson. Um, Corson is projected 145.77 to Lloyd's 135.21. Starting with Lloyd, I think everything looks pretty solid. I mean, his flex is going to be rough probably all year unless he finds someone off waiver wire, but I'd probably go with Damian Harris. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. You got Damian Harris. You and I both talked him up on the previous pod, so. Yeah, I would definitely try and see if I can get him into the lineup. Um, Turning against the Saints will be good. Aguilar is, I guess, the number one. The other, so I see that he, so he kept J.D. McKissick, and he's sitting on his bench. And if I remember correctly, if I'm wrong, please remind me. Did he take Aguilar earlier than he could have kept him for? Um, well, we can pull that up. I will. I'm just curious on that. Um, let's see. So Draft results. He took Aguilar round, round 11. 11. And I think he could have kept him for a 13. Right. Which was the same round he kept McKissick. Right. So I'm questioning that process, how he worked that in. I know he was maybe going off of last year with J.D. McKissick catching as many balls out of the backfield. Um. Now, this isn't the draft podcast, so I don't want to go too deep into it. But I'm just – I'm curious as to why he did that. And now it's affecting as early as week one mm-hmm. to where J.D. McKissick is not even a startable player. Yeah, and he could have kept Aguilar at the same Right, price. and then who knows who he could have got in the 11th Besides round. Aguilar in the 11th round, yeah. Who's somebody who could possibly be, be his, a, a player. His flex. Yeah. Um, and then Cup. Claypool and Thielen will be good this week. Uh, tough matchup for Nixon against the Vikings. Other than that, I think he's pretty solid. But, you know, just you know, obviously his flex. He's got, he's got a solid floor. I would say. Mm-hmm. I think his weekly lineup will be pretty solid. Yeah, from his, a week to week basis. Yeah, his floor is not going to be super low. I I wouldn't assume that he's going to put up huge numbers. Probably not, but... On a week-to-week basis, but I think that he's going to be 130 a week, 120, yeah. 130 a week, and that's going to be pretty easy. Now let's look at Tyler Corson's team. 
Wilson against the Colts. Um, Clyde Edwards Lair against the Browns. Chris Carson against the Colts might be a little tough. I don't know, but the Packers say it's being in Florida now. No one has a home field advantage. Basically, it's both a it's a road game for both teams. You can't really say too much bad about his team either. No, he is a solid team. I would. I mean, I can't even pick anything out that I I don't like in his starting lineup. I, I think really what it comes down to it for Lloyd, I think is unfortunate that he he just has to play a course in week one. Yeah. I, I, the, he has good matchups and he has a good team. Yeah, it's just. It's just luck of the draw at that point. I don't see, like, he's got, uh, Tyler Corson has got players who can really, really fill it up. Yep, solid team. Yeah, so, like, I would say his his ceiling is much higher than Lloyd's. Mm-hmm. Even, um, with, even with some some less favorable matchups. Yeah, I would say the Corson probably wins this week. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you. For sure. Brett, you have anything to add to that? Nope. All right. Moving on to Sean and Tyler versus Jimmy. Mm. Let's start with Jimmy. Jimmy has Brady on Thursday night against the Cowgirls. Dalvin Cook against the Bengals. Solid. Um, Javon, I think he's still considering his RB2 this week. I would think so. I know he was talking about maybe starting Devin Singletary against the Steelers. <laughs> A little tough either way, but, um, I guess he's helping, I don't know, Slim Pickens, I guess. So, Javante Williams might be the starter there. Keen Allen should be solid, even though it's against the football team. You know where he's going to have trouble? His RB2. Well, besides <laughs> that, he doesn't have a flex either. Yeah. Well, he could, he could flex Mooney. Mooney, I mean, he had, his strength of his team was wide receiver, so mm-hmm. it makes sense for him to go wide receiver route. Uh, Godwin, Keen Allen, McLaurin, and then take the upside play with Darnell Mooney. Jalen Ramsey will be covering Allen Robinson, I would assume. So, um, might as well take the upside play with Mooney against the Isn't Rams. Isn't he usually a heavy running back? Like, usually heavy on the running backs? Who, Jimmy? Yeah. Um... Not this year, obviously, because his RB2 yeah, is probably. shitty. But um, his last year, last year he had, because he had multiple, he had uh, more higher picks along with Chris Cox. He had Zeke, Jacobs, and Dalvin Cook. But that was only because of, you know, multiple first-round picks. Well, you think the reason this year he went more uh, towards the wide receivers uh, is, is because, I guess, well, people just got to him before? Well... It's tough because with the keepers we had, a lot of there was a decent amount of people that kept running backs, and mm-hmm. then um, he had Godwin already, and he really liked. I know he really liked Keen Allen and Terry McLaurin, so he wanted to get both of them. Which then he loses out on a 
chance to take another running back. So I think it's just the way his his philosophy was this year and taking more receivers early. Okay. Moving on to Sean Tyler's team for the matchup. Stafford against the Bears. Sunday night football. Stafford in prime time should be good, even though historically hasn't been great. CMC against the Jets, slam dunk. Gibson against the Chargers should be good. Like I said, like I just said with uh, Jimmy with Darnell Mooney, Jalen Ramsey should be covering Allen Robinson. Um, AJ Brown against the Cardinals should be good. Chenault should be solid. Waller against the Ravens, also solid. Brandon Ayuk against the Lions. Um, there's a good chance that the um, the 49ers run the ball a little more in that matchup. And Sean Tower both or Sean Tower have the Pats against the Dolphins, which is solid, mm-hmm. solid defense. I think uh, Sean Sean Tower take this one pretty easily. You think they're gonna make any changes to their lineup? No, I think this is how this is this, this is their lineup going into Week One. The only question is for Jimmy is who's his RB two, mm-hmm. which isn't only gonna be a question this week, but it'll be a question probably week to week until he finds an RB two. Um, is there any questions you have with Jimmy besides his RB2? Um, no. I mean, he's in his flex, obviously, but, um, otherwise, nah. You guys should probably take this one pretty easily, I would assume. Uh, Yeah, I think that we are, we're confident every week. You guys are projected 153.60 to Jimmy's 138.07. Sheesh. Yeah, you guys are definitely going to probably win that one. I Nothing's certain, nothing's but we are confident with our players. All right, moving on to Brian versus Keith. This one might be the... Tight. The Virgin Mary matchup of the week. Is that sponsored? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian's projected 140.10 to Keys 139.84. Uh, really, I think a big thing of this matchup is is Dak playing. Yep. Uh, second one is Barkley. Barkley's workload. Right. Is Dak playing, and how is Dak going to be if he plays? And it's a tough matchup as it is. Now, luckily, he's got Baker on his bench. So he can slide Baker in Thursday night before the game starts and not have much of a worry because, of. I mean, Baker's got a good matchup. you got to think that that's going to be a pretty... If, if pretty, Dak is healthy, who do you start? I'd probably go Baker. I'd probably go Baker, but got that's, the stack with OBJ. But and that's and that's playing conservative because you just don't know what it's going to be, and I mean the matchup is tough, tougher. So I would I would and go Baker, the, and the, and with the injury to the offensive line already, we've yeah, won. yeah, I would go Baker for sure. Baker and OBJ stack, but like you you brought up Barkley, and that's a good point because if Barkley's out, then. Or even if Barkley gets if, a smaller workload. Yeah, I mean, then he, he doesn't really have much to go to. Yeah. I mean, 
what are you gonna start carrying? You gonna start carrying Drake? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's not good. That's tough. That's not good here. Yeah, he he has to play Barkley pretty much no matter what, unless he's hurt. And I see that he's starting Amon Ross St. Brown, who I liked actually, but I don't know if he's a Week One flex start. Um, am I seeing this wrong? Doesn't have Christian Kirk. He dropped Christian Kirk. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was, yeah, I was because thinking. he made he had an IR violation. Ah. He made his move, so uh, he could. I probably would have thrown him in my flex. I mean, I'm surprised he. Well, he can start Cobb. Right. I mean, I, I guess I would have dropped Cobb and probably threw. I'd Kirk in the flex. I mean, maybe I'm not a Kirk guy either. I, I don't like either of them. But, but I'd still have the same issue if it was Kirk. But given the, his options, I mean, I guess if you believe in St. Brown, yeah. And then he's got Bucks D. That and again that that'll dictate. And when he has a lot Dak, of things. Yeah, yeah, if, if he has Dak or if he doesn't have Dak. Yeah. That that could dictate a lot of things for the night. How do you feel Keith's RBQ spot going into week one with Melvin Gordon? Don't love it, Brett. It's an audio yeah. podcast. They can't see you shrug your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's going to end up losing his job. I mean, Eventually. I don't even know if he has his job now. Correct. Um. I won't go into details, but I know Keith and I uh, briefly discussed uh, trade. Obviously, it hasn't come to be, but we have discussed a trade. So. I, I assume evolving, involving a RB2. So, I mean, it's going to be easy to figure out. DeAndre Swift, I'd assume, or Ronald Jones, somebody on your bench. Like I said, I won't go into names <laughs> so, on this podcast. It's, but it's done. done we, have, we have discussed trades. So, hey, best of luck to you guys. But yeah, I would uh, I would assume that actually I think I'm gonna roll with Keith this week. I think Keith beats Brian. I I hope I'm gonna actually run with Brian this week. Brett really threw it all, yeah. First roll with Keith. Even, uh, I think if uh, if Prescott or if he keeps Prescott on there and uh, he balls out, I think he's gonna take it from Brian. I think with uh, even if he, I mean, I would probably roll with Baker. Yeah. Go with the stack, and um, that matchup will probably have a high over under points scored. So I would take my chances with Baker. And I mean, how many times are you going to be able to use Baker? I mean, when you have Dak. Well, he could. That's be the thing is, we don't know. Yeah. Baker could be an MVP this year. He's got. He could, yeah, he could trade Dak. Maybe Dak has has a Bad good week. Who knows? Yeah, he's already dealing with his sh- shoulder, his leg. He's. But we know with uh, it being one quarterback league, their quarterbacks aren't really. About you would have to have a serious injury to one of the other teams, I guess. It's happened. Yeah, I'm wrong. Brett and I are wrong with Keith. I got you, Brian. All right, moving on to. Um, the last matchup already, I guess. Wow. Yep. The Oracle versus uh, Jerry and Chris. 
Um, I'm projected 148.43 to Jerry and Chris's 133.49. Um, I don't know. My, I'm obviously going to be biased here, but I feel like I take this matchup pretty easily. Um, you have any questions on who you're starting, or are you pretty set? Um, the only question I really had was Ronald Jones or Marquez Callaway, but on like we discussed on the previous pod, both you and I pretty feel pretty highly about Marquez Callaway. So yeah, as it stands now, I'm probably gonna roll Callaway. I mean, you do a quick look. You don't have a, you don't have any bad players in there. They're all good. Good. They're pretty low floor, you would think, anyway, based on our projections. Um, and he's got a lot of question marks in his lineup. And he's all, I mean, if, if, if this lineup stands as is. Well, like Evans and Gronk? Yeah, exactly, Brett. If, if this lineup stands as is, he's going to have two players playing on Thursday night. With Evans and Gronk. Um, I I'm, didn't. I don't necessarily like having both, but um, obviously I think Henry against the Cardinals would be solid. Uh, so I I see where you're coming from with having the two players, um, but my issue isn't with again. So it's again not draft draft podcast. But my issue goes, again, not with the players on the same team, but where the player, in the sense of Gronkowski, was taken. Right, uh, yeah. Like if That's Gronkowski, how I feel too. If Gronkowski was a double-digit round pick, then you know, you're not mad at it because you know you made up for that somewhere else. Right. But this, is, this also isn't the Gronk of five years ago. No, but it, which is my point. So if he wants, if he wanted to have Gronk, that's fine. But you take Gronk, ten to fifteen, around yeah. ten to fifteen. You right. know, um, and and with Evans, you don't have to worry about Evans. You know he's going to put up his numbers. Yeah. DK is going to put up his numbers. Jarvis is going to do his thing. Mm-hmm. He he catches balls. That's what he does. Most dirt if he's healthy. He's a good running back, but you got to worry about Trey Sermon. Right. And they like him a lot. I um, like him a lot as well. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do too, obviously. Um, so, short term, you know, his team isn't the worst. But you got a couple players who durability and job, you don't know if yeah. that's going to stand for the whole year. Um, He's got Gallup on his bench too. Yeah, I don't. I, don't know. I I mean, I think I think you take it. Definitely, I think you take it. Um, and there there are pretty they're pretty ballsy start a rookie quarterback too. Yeah, that is pretty ballsy. Even though it's a good it's matchup, the worst team in the league. Yeah, it's a good matchup, but I think the only thing I would consider for their team would be putting Mostert in the RB two spot and. Throwing Gallup in my flex. With Edmonds, you just don't know what, what's he going to be. Right. 
and I don't know, like like we said, this the Bucks and Dallas game is probably gonna be a high high over under. I would imagine so. I'll try to take my chance. I think that would depend though on on Dak. On Dak. I mean, we can check real quick and see what it's at now. But it, I mean, it would be injury dependent, and it's it could move right from here till then. Um, so we're looking like it's gonna be. Sorry, guys, we're loading here. Um, we've got over under fifty two. So yeah. I mean, you're probably not gonna play Tevin Coleman. Yeah, it's pretty high. Hmm? I mean, you're probably not gonna play Tevin Coleman week one against the Panthers. Uh, yeah, I would assume not. You're talking Tevin Coleman for the Jets? Yeah, for the flex. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't do that. So his options are pretty limited. I mean, it's it's Gallup or. When you're rolling with three I mean, running backs. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's Gallup. Well, Gallup's yeah. his only bench player that is startable. Yep. Um, yeah. You I'm going with myself. Yeah, I think I think you win as well. Right? Yep. Yep. Trader Jays. Trader Jays is the Oracle. All right. Um, anything else you guys want to add? We hit all the matchups. Uh, we're going to whoop Jimmy's ass. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear it. Ass. Yeah, Brett was talking mad shit on off the air on yeah, the song. Drop it now. Mad shit. shit. Drop it now. Dead air. Softball. I don't know what to say. the fucking softball. Anyway, we got it. Three time. Thank you. And uh talk to you guys in week two. Later.